Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right. right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. I don't know what it is. Fox Sports Radio. Did you watch college basketball last night? Did you guys watch? So, there are certain things where it, uh, what's what's the kids say? It hits you different, right? It hits you different and just feels very, very different. Feels very, very big. And and like sometimes the, the sports gods smile upon you. Last night in Madison Square Garden, there were two games. Uh, the first was as good a game as you're ever going to watch in all of basketball. And uh, in it, you had a kid named Marquise Noel, who's a 23-year-old, fifth-year senior, originally from New York, went to Arkansas Little Rock for three years, then this is his second year at Kansas State. And he was incredible. He was incredible. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I, hold, I have the, the best and the second-best seasons in uh, assists in Big 12 history. And coming into last night's game, he was 34 shy of it. So now, obviously, he's 14 shy of it. It's very, very much in his sights. And I couldn't be any happier if that's the kid who breaks it, right? Because uh, he's doing it in a way in which is so impressive and fun and uh, just and important, 
Right? Like it's it's one thing to to uh, to set records. It's another thing doing it on the way to trying to get a championship and in a way in which actually makes your team better. Like that's the great part about it. And so, yeah, you celebrate. But the, what struck me is there are just places in the world of sports where it's it just brings out the best in people. And there is something incredibly special about Madison Square Garden. And it's one of those things where I get that New York has all its pitfalls. Like you try and go cross town. There is no, I'll never forget this. I had a meeting scheduled once uh, when I was at CBS. And it usually took me like an hour 15 to get into this to the city, especially if you go off hours from where I was living. And so I plan it out and I had this meeting and like, let's say the meeting was like at 10, 10 30 or something like that. So I, I wanted to leave early. I left at I left at nine, uh, eight 45. And again, usually, and it was closer to me than where, but I had to go cross town. I got caught in such ridiculous traffic. I like, it, it wasn't until like 11 15 that I walked in. And I'm texting and calling and apologizing. They're like, look, it's New York. There's nothing you can do. But you can take like the trains. And most of the times those run on time. It was just the weather was bad and they were backed up and one was late or something like that. I don't remember. Anyway, the point is that New York has its flaws. Things are crazy expensive. Um, <clears throat> it's always been crazy crowded, although different since COVID. Getting cross town is a nightmare. When you go in the summer, it... After a while, the, the heat and humidity makes it smell like urine. When you go in the winter, it can be so cold it's uninhabitable. Right? There are lots of parts to New York which people have attitude. You know, you can get everything from the xenophobe to the super, super woke. You name it, you got everything within the bounds of Manhattan. Everything. Right? But they have this special place. In Madison Square Garden. And I, I, you can't explain it until you play there. It's not actually the same building or location as the original Madison Square Garden. Because it's not on Madison. It's not Madison Square. It's just not. Um, but they took the name and they've had the building there for, I don't know, like 40, 50 years. And it, it got redone. I'm going to say... Almost 10 years ago, they started to redo every offseason. They put a billion dollars into it. It's spectacular. And it didn't lose any of the thing that it's got that other places don't have. Special things happen there. It just feels different there. It just, what's that? It just hits you different, as the kids like to say. So when Marquise Noel, who's a New Yorker, comes back and lights the garden up, it feels different because it was Madison Square Garden. He played different because it's Madison Square Garden. And to somebody, I don't know if other if in other countries there are places like that. I feel like in college sports, it, it feels different in college football at the Rose Bowl. Doesn't it? Feels different there. Feels, di feels different at LSU under the lights. It feels different at Kansas, at the Palestra. But Madison Square Garden is, I mean, you think of the moments in your life where there have been otherworldly performances. Reggie Miller's entire career, right? Like, like, like really, Reggie Miller's a Hall of Famer. I think he was third-team All-NBA twice. He's a, he's a great player. Hall of Famer, like, I don't know. But he had the most incredible 
what was it, 8 or 12 seconds, whatever, 12 point, 8 points in 12 seconds at Madison Square Garden. You do it in the Garden, it, it's just different. Jeremy Lin at the Garden. Kobe at the Garden. Jordan at the Garden. Kemba Walker at the Garden. There's something about the lore, the imagery, the location, New York and City of Lights. It's just different. And while I'm watching that incredible basketball game last night, that's all I could think of is you could play this game. And like, look, the games in Vegas were incredible. We'll talk about Gonzaga and the the two, two or three different games played within one. But that deal was about the Garden as much as it was about Marquise Noel. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus podcast, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1. We call it What Does the Fox Say? Here's Colin Cowherd, the herd on Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports 1, said this about Zags head coach Mark Few. Kentucky Duke do five-star recruits. And then there's like Villanova and Gonzaga. And this is what they do. Three and four-star recruits. Guys stay on the team for years. And they needed them last night. A lot of juniors and seniors who have been in a lot of close games. And that's probably why they won. It's why eight of the last 11 years, the Zags have been at least ranked second in the country and often first. A lot of programs collect talent. That's not what they do here. It is a team. It is community. It's like a small town family, a small town marriage. They've all been together for years. They're publicity shy. Kentucky's a Hollywood marriage. It's all on the cover of magazines, but it doesn't last. The Zags may never win a title. I have no idea if they'll ever win a title. If Mark Few lands an Anthony Davis or a Carmelo Anthony, then he will. Uh, They've gotten very, very close. Uh, but I think it's more impressive than a lot of these big names that have won a single title. I think Mark Fuse very much like Andy Reid. All the smart people knew Andy was brilliant. All the smart people knew he just never got a great quarterback, a great enough quarterback to win. The minute Andy Reid got Patrick Mahomes, he now dominates the sport. I love Colin, okay? We are friends. But he literally has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> he's right and he's wrong, right? Um, I mean, their team, the past two seasons, had Jalen Suggs, who was a five-star recruit, and Chet Holmgren, who was the number one recruit in the country. And, you know, they get to a national championship game as the best team in the country a couple years ago and get beaten by Baylor, and last year fell a little bit short with Chet Holmgren. Like, they're get, they they do, do they get a full team full of one-and-dones? No, but... Hunter Salas, who played last night, and he's been coming off the bench. He's a former McDonald's All-American, the highest rated recruit out of the state of Nebraska, maybe ever, or at least in a long time. I mean, the fact is that Gonzaga does an incredible job in recruiting. They also develop, and that would be more of his point, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you, right? Like, um, but Malachi Smith was a transfer a highly rated one. They also have Efton Reed, who's a transfer from LSU. These are highly touted recruits. Next year's incoming class has Dusty Stromer. He's a five-star recruit out of Southern California. Like we, we act like they, they, that's, 
I don't know if if they win a national title either. Okay, but the hey, they just have threes and four stars. Nolan Hickman was a four star. Hunter Salas a five star. Chet Holmgren a five star. You know, like go back and, and track these guys. Drew Timmy has stayed in college, but it's not just because of his development, right? They had Jalen Suggs as a five star, Julian Strother a four star, Dominic Harrison didn't do anything, also a four star. Like Ben Gregg, who's starting to play, like he was a four star, a heavily, uh, uh, highly regarded recruit out of Oregon. And now in his, I think, redshirt sophomore year, he's become a heck of a player. Like go back and look, and Gonzaga's been doing a heck of a job recruiting at the very top. You know, Drew Timmy, Anton Watson. Uh, these are guys, they even had, uh, Omar Balo, who of course is now a star at Arizona. He was there. Tommy Lloyd brought him in. He transferred with Tommy Lloyd when he left his, like it's, it's a, it's not a statement of actual facts. They're doing a great job of recruiting the top fives and four star guys. Is it a little different than the Kentucky field? Yes. The landscape has changed. They've always taken transfers, right? And Dan Dickow was a transfer. There are others that have transferred in. What what Mark Few is known for, though, is being an incredible guy, an incredible offensive coach. And the question has always been, does his team have the toughness to win a national championship? Do they have the defensive mentality? And the first half of last night was embarrassing. But the ability to come back against a team like UCLA was outstanding. Of course, it's fair to point out UCLA didn't have two starters, right? Totally fair. And who knows what that game looks like if they have all their starters. But this idea that, well, you know, they're not really recruiting the five stars. What are you actually paying attention to? Of course they are. And they should. They're an elite level program. Elite. Um, and with the, you know, with Tommy Lloyd, who used to get them their international players, what happens there? You know, what, what does their recruiting look like moving forward? And what does the landscape of college basketball look like? Because I, well, I, well, this is where I'll agree with, with Colin. You get, you get quality college big guys that are not NBA players and they can stay longer. Quality guards that can stay longer or transfer in. This is the new world order and they're doing, doing a great job with it. I'm not going to, I mean, like, look, if he wants to say that about Gonzaga, UCLA, every player on their roster started their career at UCLA. They don't have any transfers. They're doing the whole with the communal thing. They have one highly, super highly touted recruit. It was Amari Bailey, who played very well last night. Right? Who It took him a while to figure it out his freshman year because it's harder to win with freshmen than it's ever been because you're going against not only transfers, but COVID year, fifth year, and sixth year guys. Here's Dan Patrick. He had this exchange with uh, college hoops writer, analyst Seth Davis about the recent formula to win an NCAA title. It feels like those teams, those schools that have players who stay longer than one year, they're the most dangerous. And, and you know, Kentucky proved that for many, many years. They would have one and done and tons of talent, and they'd go on to make millions and millions of dollars in the NBA, but they didn't have great success deep into the tournament. Are we changing the blueprint for success in college basketball? Yeah, I, again, I think that's another thing that's been happening. I mean, if you look at, 2012, the Kentucky champ, that was Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. 2015 was Duke with Jalil Okafor, Tyus Jones, Justice Winslow. Those were all freshmen. 
So those were two freshman leaning teams. Now they did have older players that were there as, you know, they're kind of glue guys and, um, and and the like, but, but they, but they were heavily reliant on, on one and done type talents. That's really been it. You know, after that, it's really teams like, you know, Jay Wright's Villanova's teams and the older, uh, you know, North Carolina team and, um, you know, right, right on down the line, uh, Kansas last year, you got to be older. And now Dan, we're, we're at a, we're in a point where college basketball has never been this old because of the extra COVID year that these players are getting. So, um, and then their ability to transfer without having to sit out uh, has, I think helped, you know, sort of water find its level where players are going to places where they can play and they can be exposed and they can have the best um, experience. I mean, people talk about the downsides to that, but I think the upsides really outweigh the downsides of, of, of giving everybody the ability to, to, to find the place that, fits them best um that, that, that's like more of a podcast kind of discussion uh mike hen will join me on my uh in, on all ball i'm gonna tape it tonight he's how about this guys he played at five schools over seven years and it ended up with penn state in the ncaa tournament but that i mean nothing short of remarkable there's a guy who played the portal and had coaches fired covid year whatever caused him to leave several different schools a uh, fascinating, fascinating story. Um, the Seth is absolutely right in terms of college basketball is older than it's ever been. It's harder with the with younger players because of that. And also, like again, if we're honest, if we're honest, um, you have uh, you have uh, the top three or four, uh, three or four of the top ten high school. I mean, high school seniors in the country are not going to college anyway. So you, when you, on a, in a given year, in terms of game changing players, you could actually win big with, right? Like the elite, the Jalen Suggs is the Chet Holmgren's of the world. First, they're not all going to Kentucky anymore. And some aren't even going to Duke in Kentucky. As we pointed out, two went to, to Gonzaga. You know, we've seen D'Angelo Russell go to Ohio state. We see like you sprinkle around Kevin Durant, of course, went to Texas. So they're, they're not all going to those. And then you're taking four that aren't even going to college. And then you're factoring the fact that, um, that the rest of the players are older than they've ever been. And more seasoned than they've ever been. And it's harder and harder to depend upon not just a recruiting class, but elite level freshmen. And then getting an elite level freshman to stay. They all either want to go pro or the reason they don't go pro, they blame on you. So then they transfer. Here's LeVar Arrington. He was talking about the media coverage surrounding Lamar Jackson. Now we are starting to get so far removed from who Lamar Jackson is and it's starting to be replaced with with shade with with almost like a character assassination yeah that's what it seems like is taking place right now it's almost like people are making it seem like this Flor- this Florida Florida guy this Florida boy is is basically he's dumb yeah He's dumb. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, this brilliant young man, like I never heard of a dummy 
being a, a, a NFL MVP. I've never heard of it. Name me one dummy. It's so sports media. If if an athlete does something that's out of the norm, if an athlete does something that people don't quite understand what their approach is, the first thing to do is to condemn and to to kind of assassinate, make fun of. It, it just to me. I feel like this storyline is becoming disturbing. Yeah. You said weird, and I think weird is a good word. Disturbing is the one that comes to mind for me. Jesus Christ, Lord. What are you talking about? Okay. First of all, smart people can do dumb things. Okay. And for example, representing yourself in a capital murder trial would be a dumb thing for a smart person to do. Right. Cause you can say I can represent myself, but you know what you should do? You should get the best possible lawyer that you can get because that gives you the best uh, chance of getting a OJ got off. Cause he had the best lawyers. That's it. Right. So with the same, like the same reason you'd have somebody represent you, no one is assassinating his character. There've been no character assassinations. There have been no, Hey, he's not a smart guy. Right? Not, none of it. I mean, if anything, when you talk about Southern and not being, you know, as camera, ready or camera friendly or whatever. Like there were times Cam Newton had missteps and he was an NFL MVP. Like, again, you can be a savant within your chosen profession and be a dummy in life. That's very, very normal. You know, that's, that's normal for a lot of people. A lot of people are crazy successful in their field and they can't manage, they can't pay. They, they have an accountant for their taxes. They have a lawyer for their law stuff, right? You got a money guy for your money. You know, you got a car guy for your cars. You got an insurance guy. You don't do all that shit yourself because that's what they do for a living. And, and here's the thing, true intelligence, LeVar, and, I, and LeVar knows this because I know he surrounds himself with smart people for all of his business inventor, uh, his business investments. Smart people are smart enough to know what they don't know. Okay. And it's not that he's doing something differently and, and people are challenged by it. It, it, it. None of it makes any sense. It's not buttoned up. There's a reason that other people don't do this. Like, there's a reason you don't negotiate yourself. Stuff would get done. Money would be in the bank. Like, this is one of those deals where this is going to be a harsh reality. This deal should have been done last offseason, probably could have been done last offseason. And while you say to yourself, yeah, it would have been less money. No, it actually wouldn't have. Because anybody who has a fucking clue about money knows this. There, there, now, look, there's an amount where it won't equal out. But you'd much rather have the money now than wait. Perfect example is any money manager ever in the history of the world. If you win the lottery and you get paid out, was it over 25 years or you get the money up front? They all say, take the money up front. Why? Because deferring stuff, the Bobby Bonilla deferring thing, it's, it's 99.9% of the time. It's worth way more when it's paid out immediately. And you simply invest it, right? You just put it in an index account and over time, you're going to be killing it. I know the market's been down recently. I get it. Okay. But if you put it in an index account and over the exact same amount of years that you stretched out, it's going to be worth way more. You can live off the interest. And so the, the way that NFL contracts work, that si those signing bonuses, all that money, his three years of guarantee, most of it would have been paid up front. It already be in the bank because it had to be in escrow. You know, so for 90, after 90 days, it would have had to been paid and that would have been earning money for him. Generational wealth he wouldn't have had to touch. 
And yeah, maybe he would have struck at his ego that somebody else eventually would sign a bigger deal or whatever, but it would have been done. And so look, if the, if the, if the deal is, Hey, I got this. I'm playing the long game. I want the guaranteed contract. That's great. And I'm not concerned about this. Then why do you have some no name dude? Who's your business partner trying to sell a shake weight going around to teams, trying to arrange a deal for you. It just looks unprofessional. It looks unprofessional. Nobody's challenged by it. Nobody gives a shit. We're just pointing out, here's a really good player, you know, that at times has been great. Great. He does things that no one else has ever done in the history of the NFL. But he, in his effort to do things on his own, it's not buttoned up. Looks hodgepodge. Looks unprofessional. That's what the Fox said. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's find out what's annoying Jason Stewart. And now, it's your annoying. Doug, I've been homesick for three days. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about that is that I can watch a lot of sports media, consume a lot of content, and I've found three very good candidates for most annoying today. Um, this I've already brought this beef to the table before, but I want to get into it a little bit more. Um, help me out the name. Julian Strouther? Strouther. Yep. Hit the, the shot of the tournament. Incredible uh, three-pointer to beat UCLA. And he said afterwards, I guess this kid's from uh, from Vegas, and he said, uh, all the story behind it, just being home, down at halftime, come back, take a lead, give it right back, come right back down and make a shot like that, it really felt like a movie. And I always take issue with this, because, you know, usually the next line is, you know, you, you just... Couldn't have written a, you couldn't have written this script. Yeah, you can't write a script like that. And And my comeback to that always is... They once wrote a script about a snail winning the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> so anything short of that is well within the bounds of, of a movie script. So when I hear these references, and I, Julian, no offense to you, it sounded like an amazing moment. But whenever someone even mentions these like movie-like moments, I think, no, a lot more outrageous things have happened in the movies. It's kind of annoying. Um, do you find that annoying, Doug? No. <laughs> no, not not to love what you do. I I respect it, but you know that every everything can't be made into a movie. I get it. Everything can't be made into a movie. And and of the movie scripts uh that could be sold, I would say that FDU and then FAU and Princeton are more in line with hey, those are movies I'd go watch, not Gonzaga who's always been has been good for the last 25 years. You know, finding a way to win a game against a a team without two starters. But I get it. Like there was some. It was a. It was a crazy game. It was. It was crazy that the game flipped. UCLA was dominating. Then Gonzaga had it won, and then all of a sudden Gonzaga started choking again. And then they found a way to win it again. That part was nuts. But I don't think it's the top-rated movie. But it's not as bothersome to me as it is to you. <laughs> okay, uh, I just wanted my platform on that one. So um, this is more along your line. So. I guess the uh, Charlie Baker, the new NCAA president, sat down with uh, Greg Gumpel, and they played the interview last night on the air, and then uh, and then they brought it back to the studio after they played the interview, and Barkley responded to it. So here's a little bit of what Charlie Baker told Greg Gumbel about how they're they're planning for the NIL situation and then Barkley's response. I think it's incumbent on the NCAA to also develop a program that we believe we could implement uh, if the if the feds can't actually put something together on their own. The only problem with it is um, if the feds do it, all 50 states comply. If we do it, we have to perhaps nudge some states and their collegiate programs into participating because they may have state laws that don't require that they play. Chuck, you're shaking your head. <laughs> Did he say we're going to ask the politicians to help us? See, that that pisses me off already. Our politicians are awful people. 
as I talked to Clark earlier, because I asked him about y'all conversation, I would ask to go to people who actually care about basketball, not looking at it just himself. I would put a committee together. I would love for Clark to be on the committee, get some coaches, get some players, and let's try to work this thing out. We can't ask these politicians nothing. Those people are awful people. Democrats and Republicans, they're all crooks. Yeah, so the annoying part for me is Charlie Baker, they seem to be really leaning on the feds or they have an uphill battle. Anytime you lean on the government for anything, you know it's going to be a massive bureaucracy stall and it'll take forever and it'll be done half as well. Um, so I'm with Chuck on this. I'm annoyed by the NCAA's like first priority on this. Okay. Um, uh, Chuck is wrong and what he did last night on CBS is fucked up. It's fucked up. I just, I'll just say it like it is. And I, and I love Chuck and he's a friend and I would, you know, I'll text him and try and get him on in this to, uh, to blanket statement. They're all crooks and bad people is fucked up. Like, why would you do that? Why, why, what is the point of doing that? By the way, Charlie, Charlie Baker, a former politician, by the way, like, what are we doing? This is, I do this on my podcast all ball all the time. And I ask like, cause when I say college basketball coach, if I was to say to you, Hey, this is college basketball coach, you would, that's, that's in line in terms of people's mentality with like used car salesmen. Correct. Is that, is that fair? Jason Stewart? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Most of those almost very, very high percentage have master's degrees. Right. And though there are some, um, uh, what is it? There are some bad agents in that, right? There are some bad actors. By and large, most of them are really good dudes that, yeah, they want to make a healthy living, but they've been doing their whole lives and they like helping kids. And I like, listen to my podcast with Amir Abdul-Rahim, who's the head coach of Kennesaw State and the things that he's done and the way in which he puts together a staff. And like, he doesn't make, he makes a couple hundred grand a year. And you're like, well, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, right? But he's also been in the business for 15, 20 years, and only now, only recently, did he get a head coaching job at Kennesaw State, which paid him, I don't know, probably like a buck 20 his first year, maybe a buck 30. And he's earned everything he's gotten. That's fucked up. They are not all bad people. That's fucking stupid. We have to quit that shit. That is wrong. And you can say what you said, which is accurate, which is like, hey, a lot of times things get to pol- politicians and it gets to bureaucracy. Here's the reality to it. The, the, in, in order to protect itself, okay, the only way in which the NCA and any sort of their current system will survive is if Congress grants them an exemption, much like all the professional sports teams of professional sports leagues do at the highest level in terms of basically having, you, you can't compete with them. Okay. You, you can't, otherwise all this shit's going to get taxed. You guys are talking about things you have zero idea about. Zero fucking idea. Because here's the reality. If you're like, if they just make them professionals, which is what people are pushing for and, and get away from, oh, we don't want them, or, or you continue along this path, Congress is going to sit there and go like, there's hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars being paid to kids. So they're a professional. So now we're going to tax them and we don't just tax them. We're going to tax their benefits. And the benefits include grant and aid room and board, all the shit they get, which, which does not allow them. If we cut that off, then they won't be students. And the whole point of the entire exercise is so that kids go to college for free that could never get into college. Otherwise, 
Like you're actually talking about some shit you don't know anything about. Oh, we don't want Congress. That's not true. That's not true. Steroids were a gigantic problem in baseball for over a decade. What changed that? They called those fuckers in front of Congress and then they lied and it got all exposed. That's what happened. It didn't go down until Bauco. Bauco was an investig- a federal investigation. Like we can sit here and go like, hey, our government's broken. Vote for different people. You can sit there and go, there's some crooks in Congress. No question. No question about it. There are some bad actors in Congress. They're not all fucking bad people. What Chuck is doing is what people say. It's like, well, John Morant, oh, they're all just either thugs or wannabe thugs in the NBA. No, they're not. 95% of them are good dudes. They go home or they go out and then they, they come back and they play ball the next day. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not do that. Because here's what really happens is that all the politicians are bad, except for the one I voted for. He's good. Like, no, no, no. All politicians are bad. Fuck that, dude. No, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. And the idea of pushing away from Congress, that's when you don't actually know. You don't actually understand because what happens is here's what happens with the meetings that he wants and and the group that they want. Okay, they get mired in a in a administrators come in and go like, look, here's the reality to it. Okay, I know you see that we have contracts that'll pay you know, a billion dollars for all the big 10 schools are going to make $70 million. Okay. Do you understand the operating budget it takes to make all of this make sense? And yeah, we make money off of the attendance at football games. Okay. But there's a way all of that money gets spent, not just on coaches. Okay. And the NIL stuff, like all these players can go in these meetings and go like, we deserve our fair. Okay. You want to be professional. You know what the other thing you can do? You'll have to pay tax on your benefits and then you can get fucking fired. You have all the protections right now of an employee where you get full, but you basically get full benefits. Okay. You don't get taxed on it. You have a very limited time in which you have to do your quote unquote work for your scholarship. 20 hours a week is not a lot. Okay. Eight hours a week in the off season. You have all the protections that a union would fight for. You know what you don't have? You don't have union bills. You don't have union taxes. (laughs) You don't have any of the shit that real world stuff has. And the only way to continue that is to get the help and an exemption from Congress. You actually need them. So how about we stop motherfucking them and telling them how bad a people they are? Are there bad actors in Congress? Yes. Are there bad actors in radio? Yes. Are there bad actors in television? Yes. Are there bad actors in college basketball? Yes. In football? Yes. Are they the overwhelming majority? No. I won't do it. I know too many of them. Shit, my brother's been doing this shit 27 fucking years. Yeah, he switched from the men's side to the women's side. And yeah, he's got to make a living to support his family, his kids. And shit gets tight sometimes. Hey, and he's, he's got a degree from UCLA and a, and a master's degree from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Those aren't two easy fucking schools. And he grinded. When he said Sac State, he was making 20 grand a year. 20 as a full-time assistant. Okay, bounced all around the state of California, working a different job. San Diego State for eight years, Cal for six years. Okay, and just like anybody else, puts in the state's pension pension thing. And when Cal chooses to not do what, what Mike M- Montgomery wanted to do, which was give the job to Travis DeCour and keep the thing going, instead they went and hired Conzo Martin. Good dude, but wants to bring in his own guy. He had to go find a job, so now he's got to go move to Oregon. All right? 
He's done it. All he's done is try to work with kids and get them a degree and get them to the pros and get them to say, have a better life. Is he a bad actor? No, but all college basketball coaches are, are douchebags and assholes. No, they're not. Just like all congressmen people aren't. Just like all people in radio aren't. I can tell you stories about dudes in radio and TV like, that's a bad human being. Yes, they are. But overwhelmingly, the majority, 95, 98% of the people I know in the business are good dudes or good ladies. They're cool. They're sports fans. They want to hang out. They want to make money talking about something, doing something they love. So let's not do that with Congress. Just don't do that. I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing the, hey, you don't need Congress. Yes, you do. Congress actually gets shit done. You can't subpoena people. You can't make them testify. You can't truly expose it. Is it perfect? No. Is there red tape? Yes. Is there bureaucracy? Absolutely. But it's the only way that any form of the current system survives. So here's my thing. Charles Barkley, I love you. Okay, you're, you're a good human being. I know Charles uh, intimately. Okay? I've seen the things he does for other people that he never wants people to mention. He's a good dude. But in this case, you're annoying. You're fucking annoying. Doing the whole play into the narrative of they're all bad people. That gets you clicks. That gets you likes. But you know what it does? It, it paints a picture of politicians, which is awful. And, cre- and, and creates an amount. It's the same thing that people do about the media. Through, because of Donald Trump, same shit where Trump, you know, fake news, none of the th- stuff is news. So now you question everything. So congrats. Both of you fuckers are annoying. You and Jason Stewart, you're annoying. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm fucking serious. That's annoying. That's wrong. It's just wrong. It's, I certainly don't think that all politicians are dirtbags. My, right, my, but, my point but that's was what, the government. That's what he said. You give something said, to the, oh, yeah, Charles the best. You give something to the government and it immediately sh- slows it down and it's done half as well. That That's that's the impression that I got out of that. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't believe every politician's a, a total if, dickhead. If, if the schools could handle it, like, again, people are against the NCAA. All the NCAA is, is the schools voting on their, so they can't figure it out on their own. And you have too many of these other people that all they want is a piece of the, the money, like that are outside of the world of, of academia. They can't all get along. So sometimes, yes, you, you need government to come in and go, hey, you guys can't do this shit on your own. Let's figure this thing out. I understand the idea. There are things that the government does pretty well, pretty well. I mean, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. How many investigations have we had into the into the uh, into the election? It Jason. seems seems like nonstop. Seems like nonstop, right? Have they have they uncovered any massive fraud scheme? Any any have they uncovered any any way in which there's all these discrepancies in in elections? I think it's, this, I think it's that, been quite the opposite. I think it's correct. been zero. Correct. You know what that signifies? It signifies to me like you know what they actually do a pretty good job of this thing. It's not, it couldn't possibly be easy. A country as diverse as ours, as, you know, as bipolar as ours in terms of some people are in the city, you got people in the country, every vote has to be counted. We did it, do it during COVID where you had mail-in ballots. Like there's a lot of shit going on. And you know what? By and large, through all these investigations, Republicans and Democrats kind of go like, you know what? We have fair elections. So we can be critical as we want and there are government overruns and there are red tape and there are bureaucracies and we do not operate in a perfect world or perfect representative democracy. I'm not going to sit here and argue otherwise, but it sure as shit is better than 
99% of the other countries in the world. And upon further and further and further review, it actually is way cleaner in terms of our election than anything else. And that's honestly the biggest part of, of their job is to have fair and open elections. Uh, all right. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me what, uh, give, give me a break. You're going to love this. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. Now, this, this is very appropriate, Doug. We're talking about politicians. So, um, I guess the Florida is in its legislature right now. <laughs> and uh, the Florida House Civil Justice Subcommittee met. And this guy, uh, Rep. Will Robinson, was doing some kind of a will call. And he did this. Waves in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. Waves in opposition. In case you missed that, um, <laughs> names he read cold yes. off a sheet: Anita Dick and Holden Hiscock. Oh man! Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yes, and this is where my the sophomore in me is sophomoric humor in me is laughing my balls. <laughs> oh man! Uh, because we can. All right, that's it for In the Bonus. Uh, remember, I'm on the radio side of all the calls. You can always tweet us, at Gottlieb Show. Hit us up on IG, at Gottlieb Show. Or we have the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page where we post a lot of this stuff and we interact with people. My thanks to you for listening. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is In the Bonus. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.